Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. I'm Lee Campbell. I'm Kelly McCarran, and today we're chatting all things scalp. We are. How's your scalp? Disgusting at the moment. <laughs> so I've also actually got a product recommendation coming on Friday. Oh, which I like a bit of clickbait. I do, apologies that we won't be discussing it today. So as you know, on Mondays now we do Q&A. We're going to answer a few questions and we're going to save Spendy Savey for the end of the week with lots of fabulous beauty all the way in between. So let's kick off our week with our first question. Hi, Lee and Kelly. I have a question about skin issues that I've experienced during pregnancy and postpartum that I'm hoping you can help with. During pregnancy, I started to get patches around my chin and mouth that looked red and dry, almost like a pash rash a la Sharon. Sharon from Kath and Kim. Oh, oh my God. I love. Okay. Yes. Have you got a visual now? Yes. Yes. Amazing. I tried physical and chemical exfoliating products, serums, and a lot of moisturizing products, ETC, but nothing worked. So I put down two hormonal changes and let it be. Now that I'm a few weeks postpartum, my pash rash has gotten even worse and spread further around my mouth and chin area. It's not itchy, but it just looks terrible. Are there any products or treatments you can suggest to fix this, or will I have to wait until I finish breastfeeding? Let my hormones settle down, ETC. I really don't want to look like Sharon anymore. Cheers. <laughs> well, Sharon. Sorry, Sharon. <laughs> have you ever this. had actual pash rash before? It looks terrible. Yes. When I used to pash people, I'm married now. You don't have to pash when you're married. No, you don't. And you also <laughs> just tell them to shave their beards. Exactly. Okay, so it sounds a lot like dermatitis, which is mm. extremely common in pregnancy, really, really frequent. So pregnancy-induced eczema happens. It's actually like an immune response. So your immune system for lack of better science explanation, goes to protecting the baby and looking after the baby and leaves you with really low immunity. Mm, it just leaves mothers feeling terrible. Exactly. And then because eczema is an immune response, it gets to flare up. It's like, woohoo, I get to have a party. No one's over here caring about me. <laughs> and that's essentially what your hormones do. So pregnancy-induced eczema or dermatitis is really common. So like, don't feel alone in that 90% of pregnant or breastfeeding women uh, experience it. You are breastfeeding, as you say, so there's not a lot you can do. Traditionally, you'd go to the doctor and get either oral medication or topical medication. Some topical medications are okay, but I'm not going to tell you what they are, and it'll depend on your circumstance. Go to your GP, show them your dermatitis, and they will be able to help you. In terms of what you can do just from here on out, warm showers, warm baths, not really hot. I'm so sorry. Mm, especially at the moment. And especially because she's just finished postpartum because you can't have very hot baths. And I, that's the first thing I missed when I was pregnant is that you can have like tempered baths. So she's probably in the bathroom in the shower in finally enjoying something hot. Sorry, you can't do that. That's really bad. And then when you, as soon as you're out of the shower or the bath, you need to moisturize. So don't wait for your skin to dry and get mm. dry and dry out. Don't let the environment suck the moisture out of your limbs. Basically, moisturize as soon as you're out of the shower or the bath. That will really help a lot. 
Environment depends on where you are. You could use a humidifier if the air is really dry. In Sydney, strangely, I still get mold in my wardrobe in winter. So there's humidity, but then I have the heater on and then my skin gets dry. Yeah. So it's a catch-22 whether or not you need a humidifier. You can actually get now like face humidifiers. They're not just for your room, but you can sit there and like have a bit of a face steam. that sounds really lovely. Yeah, that might help. If you're heading to the pharmacy, look for things like glycerin, lanolin, calendula. Holly Wainwright, who works here at Mamma Mia, had some eczema on her eyelids and I gave her the Walida Baby Calendula Cream and she messaged me two days later and was like, it's gone. Oh my gosh. I know. That's amazing. At first she was like, why am I using like a baby nappy rash cream? And I was like, trust me. So what I want you to do is head to the pharmacy, look for that section that's got like Aveeno, Cetaphil, CeraVe, that whole section, Mm. and then look for eczema lotions and potions, buy a few and do some trial and error. Whatever you do, stay away from active. I was about to say, I would. You've mentioned that you're using physical and chemical exfoliating. You've products. got to ditch them. It's just going to upset. Mm. Unfortunately, you just want to calm down, repair your barrier, and then we can look at more anti-aging stuff. But while you're breastfeeding, you want really gentle, mild anyway. So I'd just go hydration, hydration, hydration. Stay away from the actives. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. Question two is a pod phone message from Holly. I wondered if you had some advice for scalp care. I know you're not doctors, don't get me wrong. But if you've just in your experience, like talking about the basic like dandruff solutions for your sister out there, I just find that it encroaches on my face as well. Like so maybe, you know, products that are good for eczema, psoriasis on the face or the scalp or things you've heard along the grapevine. I'm interested in things for like the basic everyday dandruff up to like more serious stuff yeah just you know it's not one thing it's the other my skin on my face is immaculate my scalp is raging or vice versa thanks guys holly you're a bit of a lol <laughs> i really enjoyed great. that i really like holly oh, dandruff sucks yeah and the scalp's so boring who wants to treat the scalp i know the, the poor scalp's up there going what about it's me going, help help <laughs> so it really comes down to what is going on with you it could be a lots of things Personally, I get psoriasis of the scalp when I'm really stressed and it's like white, itchy, flaky, almost clumps. And if I pick at it, it gets worse and it's disgusting. But then you probably want to pick at it's it. It's so enjoyable yeah. to pick at it. It's Luckily, like um, when Alexander had, was it, had cradle cap, did you just want to pick it off? Yes, yeah. and you're not supposed to. You I know. just soak it off with oil. Boring. <laughs> anyway, it could be psoriasis. It could be dandruff. It might be dry scalp. They're all actually quite different. Luckily, the treatment's similar. But if it is psoriasis, it's worth checking out with your doctor if it is stress-induced. It can be induced by lots of different things. So I would go to the GP, especially if, as you say, it's encroaching on your forehead, just because I think it's obviously spreading if it's generally in your scalp and you just want to know the root cause. Like we'll try and help you, but I think getting to the bottom of it is probably quite important. A good old anti-dandruff shampoo will always help with flakes. Head and shoulders is fantastic. It does not strip the hair like commonly believed. Maybe it did back once in the day, but actually it's really nice. So I'd start with some head and shoulders and see how that goes. 
You've also got Selsun, which is fantastic for flaky hair or dandruff. I tried that. Sometimes you can have a flaky scalp from product buildup. Mm. So you might need to do a clarifying shampoo and conditioner, which by default the um, anti-dandruff products will do because they're deep cleansing. And then I would recommend a scalp scrub. So oh, these are scalps. Me too. They feel so opulent and like. And they actually make. A massive difference. A huge difference. Yeah. It's like undressing your scalp for the first time mm. or something. <laughs> and when you forget to do it for a little while and then you do it, you literally will wake up the next day and be like, oh. Yes. Oopsie. It's like it, it looks after you've done it, it, you think that you haven't been washing your hair properly for ages. Yeah, because it does remove all that build up, mm. all that product. It changes the colour of your hair. Yeah. Because it gets rid of all the product build all up. All the gunk. So Sukin does a really great one that's 15 bucks that I really like. KYN, which sounds like a sexy sex gel, but yeah, it's not. Yeah, that definitely sounds like <laughs> a loop. <laughs> no, they do a scalp scrub from Priceline that's cheap and cheerful that's also really good. Most of the premium brands oh, like Way, Christopher yeah. Robin, I always say that without the French Christopher accent. Robin. Orbe, R&Co, Drunk Elephant, they all do scalp scrubs. Why do I struggle to say scalp scrubs? Because it's a tongue twister. Scalp scrub, scalp scrub. They all do scalp scrubs and they're all fantastic. Just make sure you follow the directions because rinsing thoroughly is so important. Otherwise you'll have... Basically, what feels like sandy. You'll have oily, sandy Mm. roots. So make sure you follow the instructions and leave time to build that into your routine. But yeah, I want you to head to the GP first and just work out what's going on there. But those products will definitely help. All right. Well, that's all we have time for today. But Shaz will be back tomorrow chatting with an expert. And if you have a question that you want answered on the show, send an email or voice memo to youbeauty at mamamia.com.au or call the pod phone on 02899 